Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I can't believe I just did. It's so insulting. It's your show, please. I don't know what I'm doing. It's our show. <laughs> when I'm here, it's our show. Come on. I know, but it feels weird to say, welcome to the brighter side. You know what I mean? It's, you it's know fine. I mean? You can say it. Okay, Go ahead. Yeah. Say it. Say, say welcome it. to the brighter side live. God damn, that sounded great. With your host, Holden McNeely, and special guest, Edward Larson. How are you, man? How you doing? Feeling negative? Fantastic. Me too, dude. Actually, I'm feeling great. Okay, good. Because I got to talk about this. <laughs> um, uh, Holden, turn up your mic a lot and Ed's mic up a little. All okay. All right. All right. We can do that. Enough, you know, maybe we will. Maybe, maybe we, we will. will. Maybe we won't. I think it's I think it's better now. I okay. turned up my mic. I wasn't able to turn your mic up because your mic up's all the way. So we'll just get Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We'll just have you speak up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but thank you actually for the audio feedback. Um, my God, a day stream, my life for our ear. Hello, McManwich. I don't know either, man. I feel like I am off kilter. What's I'm up, not man? Lie. I haven't seen you. I've been in town for a week. My foot hurts. Uh, don't care. Next. The Streamlabs wouldn't release the money that people donated over a couple hundred dollars, but that got fixed this morning, That's so I can't complain fun. about that anymore. A lot of negativity going around in the world, I think, between Dude, I, I Game will of Thrones yeah. and just like... Um, just, just like the whole sh- crazy shit with the Creek, which was kind of a little, I did kind of pull I out a bag of popcorn. I talk about that. I did kind of pull out a bag of popcorn and sit back and put the shades on and I just feel bad scroll for Twitter. Rebecca. I feel a little bad for Rebecca as well, but at the same time, you know, what's hilarious about that. Okay. We have to give a full, we have to give like a decent little yeah, 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 overview yeah. of what happened. Do you want to do it? Yeah. I'm going to just say really quick spoiler alert about what pisses me the fuck off. Everybody wants to pop off all day long on Twitter when there's an issue is the second it gets resolved, tumbleweeds, baby. I didn't see barely anyone after it got resolved. When did it get resolved? Thank you for resolving this. It got, Rebecca had the show moved. She released a very solid statement about it. I thought the show still happened. It happened, but it didn't happen at the Creek. Oh. Problem fucking solved. And no one, as soon as it got resolved, Deathly silence, and that is the state of social media, right? Yeah. There was literally, I think there was one person who was popping off a little bit about it who actually said something nice after, and that was Jared, 
who who and he wasn't even yeah. being that bad before, but he still had his little fucking shit to say. And then after it got resolved, he was like, "Thank you, Rebecca. That was actually a really good way to handle that, and this is fine." I think the I mean I feel like nothing can kill the creek. Yeah, it, it's I, I, yeah. I feel like you creek... can like just shoot like bazookas at the creek, <laughs> and for some reason it would just like go through and not hit anything. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so let's start off with this overview then about that stuff, right? And I'll just say about the overview about that stuff right. is the creek and the cave, the place where you know obviously all the pod like but we, we used, used to do you know, brighter comedy there. radio, yeah. yeah. Used to do brighter side, everything, round table, all that stuff, right? You know what I mean? Hold Nader's Ho happened in the basement for the first time of the thing. Rebecca handled it great. Thank you, Jake Young, for the bits, by the way. Yes. Um uh so the 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 so what happened was is Creek and Cave open space for like comics, but that's a dangerous thing to say a little bit, right? I it's love like an that. it's an open space for comics, but you that means you also there's a lot of creepy fucking turds that go through that place. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So it does involve a little bit of maintenance. You can't just like open up a space and be like, creepy guys, fucking young mm. f- aspiring female comics all mission you know what I mean? And then and then it's just like, hey, look at my dick looks like it's crooked. You know what I mean? So you have to give a little bit of regulation on the shit. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they've dealt with their bullshit in the past. So then, um, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, all right, comedy podcast, Legion of Skanks, literally self-purported, most like offensive offensive podcast on the planet. You know, that's kind of what they tout. They have a festival called Skankfest. Yes. And um, we've done it before. And uh, I mean, there's a bunch of great people doing Skankfest this year. I love Big J Okerson. And I do too. I like Big J a lot. You know, I think some, you know, whatever, whatever your opinions are on those guys is kind of beside the point for Mm -hmm. this discussion, right? They decide to book um, uh, possible secret Nazis. Not a secret Nazi. Professional rap. Very open Nazi. I thought he was like kind of quiet about it a little. No, no, no. no. no, 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 Did you hear the karaoke thing where he was with those like Nazi guys and he was like singing a song and they were like sing heiling and apparently he was just like, oh, I don't have good uh, eyesight, so I didn't see that they were doing that. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, well, he's good at backtracking. I mean, he's that thing is that that's what he does. He's smoking mirrors. I don't know how to say it. I don't, I don't. I will not give him the I, respect exactly, to learn his name. <laughs> and so, Milo. I mean, Milo. He's charming as fuck, and Kinda, that's how yeah. he's gotten this far. That's how he's got. Yeah. You know, and so it and is. And he's an anomaly. Alt right, gay, uh, a British guy with like a black husband, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then also a not a Nazi. Like that's the part where yeah. it's like, what the fuck is this? What is this thing, right? And he goes he called ice on his landlord. You know, he sucks. He sucks. He's a shitty person. Just like everyone agrees, right? Mm-hmm. Not a great dude, um, by any means. And then they and they run a live show out of the creek, and they booked him on it, and people freak the fuck out. Now, um, and they popped off a lot on Twitter. And then, dude, the whole thing about the Legion of Skanks guys is that they kind of almost relish in this kind of thing. They love it. They love it. They love to be challenged. They on were f- telling people to kill themselves, oh, and their yeah. fans were, like, uh, telling uh, uh, just poor Ron Krasnow. Massive that hate campaign. telling Ron Krasnow he should have died of cancer. Massive hate like campaign just back and forth, yeah. like. Because, you know, people are popping off of them. I will say, only slightly in their defense, my one thing that I will say is, like, you have a problem? You know Rebecca. Call Rebecca. Yeah. Do you have a problem? Do you have a problem with what's happening? And I get you can state whatever the fuck you want to say on Twitter. You have to, A, understand what the consequences are going to be. Sorry, this fucking fan base is 
off. I'll say a word I kind of hate toxic as fuck. Yeah. Sorry. They're going to do what the, like, there's no avoiding it. So do you want to give yourself that fucking hassle? And I get it. You're fighting Nazis on Twitter, but you know, are you really call Rebecca, dude? Everyone call if Rebecca. You, if you know her personally, or you know, the Legion of skank guys, I hate when I see, like, I saw a couple comics just straight up call them out on Twitter Without even like you have their phone number. Yeah, you you, you know can talk them. to them, you and if you guys so get in an argument, them. then you can bring it into a public forum. Don't right. start the argument in front of everybody, and then not social media sucks. Sometimes I'm so sick of it, dude. And then be so shocked when, and I don't want to defend them. You know what I mean? Like in some way, and be like, oh, it's not their fault at all. Like it's like. You know, if you're going to, I mean, I don't know. I think this was a lesson learned for all parties involved, like for Rebecca at the Creek, for the Legion of Skanks, and for people against I don't think it's a lesson learned for the Legion of Skanks. They're they're fine no matter what. Maybe just in the future, if they know that the person they're booking is is kind of probably a Nazi or definitely a Nazi, maybe run it by Rebecca. Maybe just run it fucking by. They did run it by her, and she gave the okay. Okay, that's different then. That's different then. Because that was my... my question was like if if no one was freaking out would this have just still happened yeah but uh, yeah but the thing is i mean if it's an open space for all people to talk right then you gotta let all people talk (laughs) i don't know i mean he's a piece of shit i don't want to hear him talk but if you're gonna call yourself a place where anyone can say anything right then you gotta let people say and then you gotta beat them if you're gonna invite him in, then you gotta beat him. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I would never put a Nazi on my and that's on thing. my live and, show. But also, I would talk to one. I yeah. would love to. Honestly, I think that's the biggest problem with that's this country. I heard, is we don't talk to each other. I heard him on Rogan's podcast, and I hate to bring that word up because every time I bring it up, I get fucking shit from mm. people. Dude, I'll literally bring up Rogan, and they'll just be like, "Rogan's trash." And I'm like, I don't care what your opinion. I didn't ask your fucking opinion. I'm yeah. bringing him up because I'm talking about something else. I don't. I'm Rogan not gonna, is a smart dude. I'm not going to sit here and, and defend my enjoyment of his fucking podcast. But but like, I don't listen to his show. This, but he's smart as fuck. This is feeding into the other fucking shit, right? It's like I I don't even ask for your opinion. I bring something up in in association to something else, mm-hmm. and you still need to let me know how much you fucking hate it. See, yeah, See, exactly. At the same time, though, though if fucking. you're we're throwing our opinion out there, we're making them listen to it. That's true. You know, we have to be able to take it when they give it back. Well, I. Uh, my opinion is I don't care about your opinion. Whoa. And I'm, and I'm sick of your shitty opinion. I don't, It's not that I don't care about your opinion. I just choose which ones to care okay. about. Okay. I care about your opinion until you make a really gross blanket statement yeah. about something that is just no nuance whatsoever. It's just this thing sucks, period. I don't care about your fucking opinion anymore, dude. Wow. If you don't have any nuance to your opinion and you want to sit here or if you're trying to convince me to not enjoy a thing I enjoy. Yeah. Kind of fuck off a little bit. Honestly, I mean, I think they're going to end up coming out on top of this. The creek, that is. I think they're fine. I think she, by the way, this is a uh, lot of press. Everyone lot, freaked lot of out. Press. The whole world's talking about the creek. Everyone. I can't remember that. Blood. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, ev- everyone freaked out. Um, uh, everybody, uh, by the way, Jake Young, uh, says he cares about all of your opinions. Follow him on Twitter at best Jake Young. So if you want to go there, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, of course, Jake Young co-host from Wizard and the Bruiser. What's up, buddy? Uh, what was what I going to say? Was Wizard and the Bruiser, um, uh, nerd based research based podcast that we oh, do okay. Who's on once that? a week. Oh, Jake, Jake Young, Young Holden McNeely. Holden, who is that? Ooh, he's got controversial <laughs> opinions. People don't like him. 
where were we? Oh, yeah. So uh, they moved the show out of the creek. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it was like, look, people are going to show up literally to throw eggs at this guy. I don't know. Probably don't want to incite a riot. Like, yeah, or just have eggs all over your theater. Or just have eggs all over your fucking comedy theater and just mm. like and just like YouTube, you know, Instagram videos and like not good stuff um, with bad words being thrown around. It'd be like a whole. It'd be like the fucking Native Americans with the red hat kids all over again. No yeah. matter what your perspective of the situation, it just looks bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, no yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. gonna come out looking. Uh, uh, necessarily phenomenal that was kind of a fun one depending on how you spin it that was kind of a that was like a perfect encapsulation of of everything that is fucking crazy about this country that right kid's now. trying to sue all the newspapers and he almost has a case if he you kinda, ask me. he yeah as much I mean, as i don't I, like him and he's a little cocksucker yeah uh he's got a case that's the funny thing about him right it's like <laughs> i also feel like i don't like him at all and and yet he's you know i i would actually end up probably defending him which oh. is so crazy to me. That's where we're at in this country. You know what I mean? Anyways, yeah. they moved the show away from the creek. Rebecca released like a really solid statement about all of it. I, I think should, everybody I haven't, should I haven't go read it. it. Read that statement. It really t- wrapped the whole thing up in a bow. And the fucking thing that drives me crazy is all those people screaming on social media. Deathly silent. Deathly silent. As soon as she let that statement out yeah. and the whole thing got resolved. No one said shit. Mm. And you know what else no one probably did? Went to the creek that night. Went to the creek that night to say, hey, thank you. Thank you for doing that. I'm going to buy some shit from your establishment now. I should stop by while I'm in town. Uh, Go get some beers. It's just the fact that people just, like, gnats to a fucking light bulb. Just flock to the fucking, you know, controversy. And then the second it actually gets resolved, just... Off to something else, dude. On a greater scale, though, I will have to say, I feel like the problem with all of this is, is our country is so divided right now and no one wants to talk to each other. They just want to yell at each other and and, and take people's jobs from them and do all the and never and boycott places and stuff like that. Instead of if we actually talk to each other like gentlemen and ladies for a little while and human beings, uh, it would be. It would be so beneficial because we would notice that we actually probably agree on most shit. And yeah. we just have these little nuances that we could probably find compromises to. Yes. You know, but, By but speaking face to face. My new thing is if I have an issue with somebody or whatever, fa- even if it has to be over like video chat, we are going to be looking in each other's eyes mm-hmm. uh, when that thing gets d- dealt with. Not text. I suggest not email. having another person around when you do that. Sure. Yeah, sure, that's because, not, not bad. Yeah, because mediator. stories can get twisted. Stories get twisted. Having a mediator would actually, you're right. That is actually smart. And let's let's move into the regular format of the show. You oh, have, I got a gripe. Though. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. talk about some shit real quick oh, my before God. we go into this. My foot hurts, too, by the way. I your know foot, I said it earlier. Tell, but you said, what is, what's wrong with your foot? It just hurts. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's probably gout. Did you eat a bunch <laughs> no, of shrimp? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You're getting I old. Mean. Yeah. Did you eat crab or shrimp? <laughs> I might have. Yeah, oh, man. God. Yeah, no, that's what happens when you get older. Oh. No more shellfish. Dude. No more shellfish, man. Oh. All right, we got. All right, we figured that one out. Let's move on. Prior to saying that, so you just fucking deal with. You get old, you die. What's yours? Uh, uh so historical roast came out on congratulations. Monday. Congratulations! I'm shocked you. that I haven't said anything about that. I love you. it. It makes me so happy we did it. But we are officially getting some hate. 
Really? Yeah, like a really big Israeli newspaper's mad at us because we roasted Anne Frank. Ooh, yeah, and yeah, then, I can uh, see that. And then a bunch of uh, what you call and a bunch of uh, Dutch people are mad too. Why? And what? Ger- you roast Germans, shoes? You Germans roasted did... wooden shoes? Well, what she are they was, bad about? She was ki- I mean, Amsterdam. <laughs> that's where her Anne Frank house is. <laughs> I know. I just really wanted yeah, to make yeah. that wooden <laughs> shoes joke. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I yeah, haven't. And I so have... we've been taking. Uh, people have been uh, really upset, but I feel like the people who are really upset didn't watch the episodes because I'm right. reading their comments. Right. And I'm reading everything. It's like, how dare you do this? How dare you do that? But like, no one. Uh, I don't think anyone is mentioning the jokes. Uh, no yeah, one's like specific references on what they're offended a by. A perfect, a per exactly wraps exactly back to what we were just talking no about. No one's saying what's upsetting them. Yeah, yeah. There's no nuance to the opinion. Yeah. It's just you did bad thing, and I have to immediately fucking come down on it. Yeah. Without actually getting into the nuance of it, without actually. It drives me. How do we fix this? I don't. That's like the, such a difficult question to answer. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I know who's doing it. I mean, it's it's coming from both sides. The liberals are a little oh, bit worse at it, I yes, think. Yes. But uh, it is definitely coming from both sides. Definitely from both Everyone's sides. Everyone's like, oh, how dare you be offended? But like, and then they're like, I'm never offended. Oh, how I'm, I'm so mad at you. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. It's people it's, claiming they're not offended when they're clearly offended in that moment. Totally that. It's yeah, totally so that. It's, just, it's, 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 you know, stop caring i don't know it just i don't get it why people get so mad all the time uh, it, it, it's yeah. so wasteful it's such a waste of your energy yeah it's exhausting man you that's, don't like it turn it off don't go i mean that's exactly why i said when all that stuff went down when it came to um the creek in the cave like mm-hmm. i i don't maybe i didn't say this until uh, before we started I put my little. I sat back. I grabbed a bucket of popcorn and I just watched the circus happen. And I watched just, a and little didn't bit get, of and it. Didn't get involved at all. And literally was just like, "What in the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Hi, definitely nerdy yerd. Well, the brighter side doing? of it is, did it get good numbers? Did it get good? What? I mean, oh, that, the historical roast? Yeah. They don't tell you the numbers. Well, Netflix con- is so secretive. They got all their algorithms. They're like, we're happy, we're not happy. We haven't heard shit yet, so I'm a little worried. But it was such a fun job. I really want to do it again. Nice. And I think it matters. Yeah. I really do. I feel like I learned my history from Mel Brooks. Right. You know, and I feel like that's one thing that comedy isn't doing anymore mm-hmm. is just like teaching us about the past. And like, you know, it's either it's either too preachy or it's yeah. too stupid. Yeah. You know, and this is they're trying to move we're trying to combine stupid and preaching. Gotcha. And I'll tell you what they're trying to do too. They're trying to tell you what to do in the future, not teach you about the past. How about mm-hmm. that fucking shit? Okay. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. And people are trying to erase the past. Uh, it's it's a mess. Everything's yeah. going fine, but I love historical roast. Please go watch it. I asked someone I saw someone ask if that was Julia's uh yes. Eleanor Roosevelt. It is Julia's Eleanor Roosevelt. She's beautiful, she's wonderful, and she had such a uh, she nailed it. She nailed it. I, I uh, go watch it, please. Uh, I got to write on it. I wrote uh I worked hard on the Nelson Mandela monologue and the Babe Ruth monologue and the Harriet Tubman monologue and a bunch of the other ones. Awesome. But, you know, but please uh No please one's upset about Tubman? No, I mean she kills you know, that's the thing. The MLK show, uh, we haven't gotten any flack. And I'm like, that out of everyone, we should have gotten flack. But at the same time, you know, it's an honor. We honor these people. Yeah. And I think that people are, I, I hope that it will uh, It will do good. Uh, earlier, I saw someone said uh, Tracy. Um, Tracy's bad. Tracy's bad, maybe. Said she wanted to test my uh, 
test my knowledge on something. And your, I, can't I think it was what your was. optimism when it comes to their problems. I think oh. he wants us to get into the format of the show. And now okay. that we are almost a half an hour in, maybe we should do that. Well, we're almost a half hour in already. Isn't that amazing? We could go a little over. I mean, I don't mind. That's you know? wild. Uh, because we haven't actually done the whole, hey, send us in your gripes. Send us in the things Yeah, we haven't gotten any life. gripes. We haven't gotten any gripes. Um, and we'd love to try to give you the brighter side. I think we, we we also, we have been working the format, by the way. We start with our own gripes. So yes, yes, yes. We just, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, honestly, I haven't even Shit's scratched. going down, bro. I haven't even scratched the surface, man. Don't even get me started about the whole negativity around Game of Thrones and shit, man. Oh, man. Bumming me the fuck out well so we'll goblin nest it up after this and we'll talk yeah, about that we'll have a chat if you guys want to ask us about game of thrones so we can get that out of the way that'd yeah. be great or just show us pictures of weed that yeah. would help as well Ooh. trace is bad to ask so dudes i have the headspace to understand that i have been drinking too much uh-huh. i've been super hard on myself while also changing nothing what's the bright side of being a functioning alcoholic well how I mean, functioning are you tracy are you going to work are you <laughs> you know are you getting shit done i yeah. mean are people mad at you a friend of mine just had to get baker acted Really? I won't say who they were, of course. Do I know? No, I don't think you might have met them once or twice. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, Damn, Baker acted, Yeah, man. they were going crazy and, like, drinking, like, bottles of vodka. And, you know, it was a mess. You know, yeah. it was a mess. And so uh, they had to had to go work out. And, you know, you if you... I'm glad you know that you are drinking too much. And so please, if you are... Uh, you know, you, you got to cut back. If you know you're drinking too much, you have to cut back. Um, Yeah, I'd say, you know, it's yeah, I want to know a little more about the situation. The good thing is, is that you're the, I'd say the brighter side is that you're aware of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, You're working, not drinking during the day, drinking to sleep. OK, gotcha. I mean, one or two before you go to bed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do it. You you're, know? Yeah, for sure. It sounds like it's probably if I were to guess, it's probably more than that. Mm-hmm. So if I would you, say if you have problems sleeping on a normal basis, maybe, you know. You drinking's really hard on the liver, but maybe you uh, could do a little uh, what's that called? Indica. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the weed. Maybe try the weed a little bit. Maybe <laughs> let's just <laughs> we can move on to a different substance. I would say this. Okay, let me throw this out there. Life is nice. Why are why don't you just be cool with not getting much sleep for like a week? And, yeah, and, and then just, your body adjusts, and your body will adjust. Why don't you just force yourself for one week? to take a week off from drinking, just to reset your tolerance, mm-hmm. yada, 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 and get used to. And you know what? Maybe you won't be able to sleep for like two or three nights, but eventually your body will give in and will, you will be forced to sleep and get back onto a normal schedule. Also, yeah, maybe trying an indica or even just like CBD or something like that, some other yeah. kind of natural help for sleep. You know what I mean? Like some, some, uh, some kind of uh, – you know, like how I forget, I forget what they use. Um, sleepy time tea. Sleepy time tea. What? Maybe just warm milk. You know what the problem is, and I know it's going to be hard to dig within yourself to sleep, especially it's if you're your not working. It's your brain playing, doing flips on itself. Yeah, melatonin. There you go. Have some melatonin. Try some other routes to get to sleep. Mm-hmm. If that's primarily why you're why you're drinking, you're like think of it this way too. Isn't it just getting boring after a while? Wouldn't it be more interesting to see what like a sober day uh, uh, is, a sober night's sleep? I was feeling that way too recently. Trace is bad. I was feeling like I was drinking way too much, mm-hmm. just in the cycle, in the habit. I'm just like, why do I drink this much? And every time I take a break, like I have recently, I, like I was even still drinking last night on stream, but you know, we, I fin, I stopped, I, I went to bed sober essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got a great fucking night's sleep, and I woke up feeling really good. Same with yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so 
Um, even this is another way to think about it too. Just to throw it out there, you may be drinking to fall asleep, but I will say this: I can get like six hours of sleep sober and feel ten times better than nine hours of sleep drunk. There you go. That's very good. That's a that's a good thing. So think of it that way. Like, don't worry so much about the sleep thing. You know what I mean? Like, I I know also like my when my dad got sober, his one of his big things was like he was just like you just don't sleep for like. You just don't get good sleep for like a week and then it goes away. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to sweat. You're going to toss in your turn, but you're making yourself better. And you know you are yeah. because you've mentioned it to us. Trace is bad. Get a book. By the way, this is a good, this is a good one oh, for me. Oh, God. Book reading makes me sleepy. Yeah. Reading makes me sleepy, too. Also, reading I can't do when I'm drunk. So yeah. so maybe get like a book you're really excited about, something you really want to read. Put it next to the bed. Mm-hmm. You only read it in bed. And that's the way you do your nighttime thing. And then you'll be so happy. You're like, I'm so happy I'm not drunk right now because I'm really enjoying this fucking book right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, who, what else do we got? Uh, McManwich. I've been dealing with my recent ex-girlfriend. I caught her smoking crystal meth in my bathroom. Jesus, McManwich. I haven't talked to you in months. What's going on? Yeah, but the, I mean, I'm glad she's your ex-girlfriend if she's smoking weed and meth in your bathroom. Uh, That's had, a no-no drug. We're going to go ahead and call meth a no-no drug. Yeah, I had, I had to kick her out of my place and broke up with her, but I have spent the past month drug testing her. Every time I saw her, she wants us to get back together, but I cannot deal with the mistrust again. Should I keep her as a friend or would it be better to cut all ties i mean i mean do you want to keep her as a friend do you enjoy your company if you don't enjoy your company i mean then don't keep her as a friend it sounds like it's not even that as much as you're worried that you're gonna fall back into it with her and if you have that worry i would maybe step away for a little while until you don't have that worry you know what i mean yeah maybe reading into it but um yeah uh i mean you can't have you can't date a meth head you yeah, just you just you can't, can't put yourself into that not, situation. It's, very, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. They'll put you in horrible situations. You're really and lucky. And they'll make bad decisions that will affect your personal life. You're really lucky. Could you imagine if you didn't know about this for another three years and you got engaged or you're married by that point or you, God forbid, have a kid and then you find out about this thing? Yeah. You got out easy, buddy. So, I mean, it, you know, if you're at all worried that be staying friends with this person is going to – um, is going to maybe draw you back into a relationship with them, dude. You got out easy, so stay the fuck away. If you think you know, if if that's your worry, I would probably stay away. But if, at the same time, if you're worried about someone about you person, care about, yeah. and you want to make sure that they're okay, I would message someone that else that cares yes. about them and let them know about what's going on and tell them that you have to remove yourself from the situation, but they need help. Yeah, yeah. And if that doesn't work, then um, you know, you can always call the cops. Cause you can be sober for like you, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe call if she's I don't know dancing on the hood of your car or whatever at three yeah. in the morning. Yeah, you can be quote unquote sober and pass a drug test and still be like horribly in the throes of addiction. I mean, I've yeah. seen it time and time. You know, they call it a, a dry drunk and that kind of stuff. You know mm. what I mean? I'm I mean I'm working with people right. I know one person I have in mind. That, I mean, she's just not getting fixed and even though she's passing drug tests she's still clearly in the throes of it you yeah. know what i mean just by the way she acts by the way that she carries herself you know what i mean mm-hmm. you just know you can tell it hasn't actually clicked in her head she just literally if she continues to do this she's just going to end up right back in prison right yeah. so it's this kind of like waiting to get out of probation thing essentially that's happening so just know that you can pass a drug test 
that doesn't mean you're you're sober. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm if that makes sense. And you're gonna go th- and if you drink a lot every day, it's you're gonna go through some withdrawals. Yeah. So know that's coming. Yeah. Uh, my friend who's drying out right now against uh, their will. Uh, I, I'm real worried about them, and I hope they really get through it. Um, and uh, I, I love them, and uh, you know it, it all. Uh, I think it's going to work out fine because they are good people. At you got to have faith. You know, I mean, my, I never, you know, I got to the point with my dad where I thought he was, I was on the verge of thinking he was a completely lost cause and he has completely turned his life around to such a ludicrous degree that I, I feel bad for ever doubting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just know that there is another side of that rainbow. But for now, I think you got to stay away. Your dad's cool. Definitely nerdy. you I have a weird problem where I have major imposter syndrome. I just finished my giant thesis, which took so much of my life effort out of me. By the way, congratulations again on that. I've never worked so hard in my life. I keep getting all these compliments and positive feedback, but I don't believe any of it. It's really hard to believe I deserve congrats slash praise. It's not really a problem, but I'm wondering if you have any advice for how to make take compliments, except that I did work hard. I will say my number one request from you is- Did you cheat? It sounds like yeah, you, you cheated. Cheat? Nah, she didn't cheat. I mean, if, they're, cheat if, on, they're, like, if they're feeling fucking guilty, then they I'm must have not saying. done it right. No, I think it's one of these where she's trying to say she doesn't know how to take a fucking compliment. What I was going to say is this. Just for everyone else's sake, don't bat the compliment down. It is one of my pet fucking peeps. If someone gives you a compliment, don't be like, no, but you know what I mean? And like n- negate it. Compliments are like what we do everything for. Think those thoughts. But don't say them because when somebody genuinely compliments you and you negate it, 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 it's actually kind of, in a weird way, it feels insulting to the person. Yeah, because they went out of their way to, to, to fucking compliment yeah. you. Yeah, and then it's also like, like one thing I hate is like when somebody, let's say somebody gets off stage from a stand-up set. Somebody's like, great job. And, and, and they're just like some random fan who doesn't know any better, doesn't realize you didn't have as good of a set as you, to your standards. And you're like, actually, it was garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's fucking insult. Then you're insulting their um, taste in comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. all that does. So please don't do that. Keep it in your brain. Do not say it out loud when somebody mm-hmm. compliments you. It really sucks. And maybe in doing that, you'll learn slowly how to take a compliment. And it sounds like that means that unless you did cheat, which is Ed's theory, which it could be true, okay? <laughs> uh, unless you didn't do that. If you didn't do that, um, you know, I think that's that says more about your self-esteem. And yeah. I think that what you really need to look at is look inward into yourself and, and ask yourself why you don't think you deserve um, people to love you and think highly of you. And I think that comes down to your vi- vision of yourself. Yeah. And so now you've figured out the problem. So let's explore that and let's try to find some self-worth. Hey, Ed Larson from The Brighter Side here to talk to you about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular, With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. 
Robinhood is giving listeners of the brighter side a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at brightersideobinhood.com. You ha- in order to be good to other people, you have to be good to yourself first. You have to love yourself in order to love others. Yes. You know, and so it's like you really need to do that. And uh, if you have if you do have low self-esteem, which you are saying that you do nerdy yard, I mean, you call yourself nerdy yard. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a, you know, I mean, don't worry about it. There's nothing to have low self-esteem about because you are who you're going to be and you can't change it. Yeah. And so just ride it out. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, we got I, I know. I know nerdy. Yardy. I can tell by the by the question. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Um uh, I feel like my brother literally beat me down if I won as a kid, and that's still taking effects as life is nice. I can see that. I can see that being oh, a big Oh, yeah. Big you issue. used to get your ass kicked by your brother when you were a uh, kid. Oh, when I beat him at Madden, but I was beating him. Yeah. So at the end of the day, <laughs> like, he can't take those W's back. You know what I mean? I The bruise is healed. The W's remain. Okay. Um, what else we got? Give us something out. I don't, I don't see one. I might've missed one. You know what? Feel free to copy and paste the one you did yeah, earlier yeah, because we, we may it. have missed ones. Terry the gnome. How you doing, buddy? What's the brighter side of spending weeks working on art tests for no pay for jobs at the big boy video game companies and not getting a callback? Oh, how they toy with my emotions. I think Ed and I can both speak towards writing a packet, yeah, toiling over it for hours and then just sending it into the fucking wind. Get fucking used to it. Get bro. used to it. But I will say this is the brighter <laughs> side, the brighter side of that is every packet you send in every art test you, you send get in, better you're getting better you're it's practice look at it that way it's forcing you to have deadlines and write and draw and do whatever it is you're trying to do and if it, so it's it's you gaining experience it is exp in an rpg right and, and terry you know this might piss you off but you know you gotta it's, it might be a rude thing to say but i don't know maybe you're not ready because right. I was put into situations uh, just just from, you know, Jeff being my cousin, where he put me in places where I was not ready to be there. And it hurt when I got my ass kicked in that situation. Yeah. You know, you could so- end up in a job that is like off. Like, it was funny. Lexi was talking to me about this last night, and I do think I could probably at least walk in and like give a good attempt at it. But she was like pressuring me to like, you know, send in a packet for SNL this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? I might fucking hate that job. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, from what I've heard about what that job is, like I mean, having a writer job in SNL, torture. I'm, I might fucking hate that job. I like my life right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I would definitely do it. I'm not saying I would say no to a fucking writing gig on SNL, but sometimes it's not just that simple. You know what I mean? Where you just, like, mm-hmm. get the job and then magically you just have this life you like. Yeah. You know? Those jobs could be awful. Like, I talked about this on page seven, but I, about how I cried when I didn't get this BuzzFeed, awful BuzzFeed job. Yeah. That I knew in my heart I would have hated, but it was Julie just. Julie had that job. Yeah. It was it awful. It was awful. It was awful. And, 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 but that was the sad part about it, right? Like, I knew I was going to hate that job. And thinking back at it now, I'm like, if I had gotten that job, it might have put me on a track that, like, really threw me off from what where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, it might have put me on a track where I'd be actually somewhere more miserable right now. Oh, you'd be in some weird marketing job. Yeah, there. like yeah. some ad, co- ad copywriter job and like never pursued the other stuff because I was like, no, 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 this is my track now and never like tried Twitch. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. What's the uh bu- 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 I've done theater and music my whole life says Chando. Uh bu- 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 it just went off the screen. Oh my god, where is it? Um 
I've done theater and music my whole life, says Chando Calrosian. I learned early on to just smile, make eye contact, and say thanks in a genuine way when receiving a compliment. That's all you have to do. 100%. Please good listen advice. to that advice. Yeah, good advice. Please listen to that advice. And a lot of times, I will say, when people give you compliments, especially coming from, you know, this is from a fat person. Uh, they, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you just think I'm fat all the time. You know, like, <laughs> I hate when I put on weight and I show up somewhere and they're like, oh, you're losing weight. Huh? It's like, no, I'm not losing weight. I know what I'm losing wait you just think i'm a fat piece of shit you're surprised i'm not so, so fucking fat yeah, as fat as you, yeah. you you were in my head yeah yeah exactly uh that's hilarious usually levy official says i'm on the road 350 days a year and lonely as fuck how do i cure that i mean 350 days a year. you got to start making friends in all these different towns man you got to know you got to get into town you got to be like where's the good place to eat mm-hmm. you got to check what do you do are you trucker it sounds like a trucker sounds like a trucker do you have the the cb radio i miss that culture well the brighter side is robots are going to take your job over soon and you'll it's have to be, you'll be forced to work uh locally yeah, I mean, I would say if, <laughs> I'm kidding, if you're kidding. on the road 350 days a year and you are lonely, then talk to people when you're on the road, get their number. And the next time you're coming through, you're like, hey, I'm coming through. Let's go. Yeah, uh, let's go get some coffee or something. Honestly, it will. I have people that I stay in touch with in all these different towns. I got people. Uh, I got a pipeline inspection. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That's, so that's wild. Because I was going to say. Eugene Levy, official, I was going to say in response to that, I was like, well, truckers have like CV radios and they tend, from what I've heard, they have like a community through the radio dispatch. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been confusing if he was a trucker a little bit because there is actually mm-hmm. a system in place for communication. Do you work with people? Hookers make great friends, says Dan Pear Big. Yeah, I mean, well, Dan Pear Pig's got his own thing going on. <laughs> Eugene Levy official. We were just talking on Instagram. Oh, so cool. You showed up pipeline inspection. I don't know anything about your job. That sounds intense. You, Is it dangerous? Yeah. Are you, are you up in the, you with the, all the horrible uh, stuff with the native Americans going on? I mean, that's, I mean, it sounds like it's a heavy time for, to do that job. Uh, pipe, I mean, yeah, you make friends wherever you go. Uh, try to go out into diners, um, libraries, you know, whatever you like to do. And just be social. And yeah. it's a Tinder lot. is a good, if you're single, Tinder yeah. might actually be a good way to just meet up with people in, in random towns. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a way people definitely, I mean, unfortunately, it's like with the specific fucking premise of you have to be searching for sex that night. Yeah. If there was a better, I wish there was like a clean, innocent, and I know that they have like websites for this, but none of them are popular. Yeah. Like a clean, innocent, like I'm a lonely dude in this town. I'm a pipeline instructor. I just would love to have a beer with a with a friend with no bullshit behind it. But obviously the internet will like immediately people will immediately yeah. fuck something like that up. But I do wish that that sort of thing were more available. I um, will say that I know when I'm in Denver, I can call up Dave. I know when I'm in Toronto, right. I can call up Pete. Yeah, I know a- when I'm in when I'm in San Francisco. I can call up Nick Rue. I know, you know, so it's like you got to like meet these people and you get your boys and you right. get your people. And you, every time you're around, you say hi, you don't be weird. And then you leave. Right. People love that shit. Um, it, you know, it's where pen pals come from, you know? Yes, that is where pen pals come Eugene from. Eugene Levy, we're still on him one quick. I, I do, do work with mm-hmm. people, but different ones uh, each job. 
it is decently dangerous at times. Gotcha. I work mostly older pipeline uh, with older pipeline to assess damage and corrosion and shit, and try to keep the product in the line. Thanks for the advice, though. God, man, that is a heavy job, that is a dude. Heavy job. That's crazy. I mean, congrats on a cool. That's a job that matters. I love the phrase. Ha ha! It is decently dangerous at times. <laughs> <laughs> Nuka Babe has to interject uh, uh, about, I agree with a lot with what you guys have said, but I think the whole you have to love yourself first before, uh, before you love others is a bit wrong. I think people genuinely want to help love and support one another, even if they can't see it in themselves yet. I think self-love is possible for everyone and something that is, I hope everyone has that, but, and I know you didn't mean it this way. I'm just saying this, even if you don't love yourself, you're still deserving of love. 100%. But I think that, uh, I just feel like the symptom we caught here with nerdy yurdy was like the self-esteem is what's keeping her from accepting love from others yeah. not loving others she gives out love a lot and praise and and mm -hmm. is very positive towards other people i think it's more her ability to just receive it seems blocked by something within herself whether it's self-esteem whether it's this or that but we have to figure out probably or she does rather what that blockage is and to try to like open the doors on that even if yeah. it's a I always say fake it till you make it, but even if it's a fake it till you make it, like, you know what I mean? Like, just be like, thank you so much. And, you know, just take it in and don't try to spit it back out or negate it in your own head or whatever. And maybe someday you'll be able to hear a compliment and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a badass motherfucker. Everybody you know I mean? has different ways of dealing with everything, though. I mean, that's kind of how I go through my life is I make sure the people closest to me and me are good first. Right. And then I start working on everyone else. Right. You know, and that's, that's just how I deal with shit. I mean, you want to, you, it, it, every, every person's different. Um, I think, you know, whenever I suggest people smoke weed and they're like, weed makes me crazy. Yeah. Every person's different, you know? And so, I mean, you, if it works for you, try it. I mean, just try it. And if it works for you, do it. And if it doesn't work, then get rid we, of it. That's such a good analogy. The weed thing, because like for like literally Lexi is like, I love it when you smoke. You're so much, which is, this is bad, but mm -hmm. she's like, you're so much nicer when you're high, mm -hmm. but like other people, it gives them crippling anxiety. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like just a hundred percent, not the case though. I do feel like it is because I put myself through the obstacle course of anxiety to the point where weed never does it affect me in that way anymore. And yeah. therefore I'm just like, I made it to the other side of the anxiety mountain that is yeah. <laughs> smoking weed all the time. <laughs> and so now I'm like completely fine. Um, uh, being casual friends with people is so much better this day and age when everyone wants you to know everything about them. I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm going to have uh, dinner with a buddy that we've only hung out like five times, but we're nice. going to go have dinner tonight just because I'm in town and we get along. Um, I feel like I'm having a little bit of an issue with that, and I need to be better with that. And it's just uh, just allowing myself to like be have new friends and more ingratiated into my community because I'm so protective of just the small orb of friends that I have. Well, if you want to have dinner at 9 o'clock, you can hang All out right. with Ian. Maybe I will. Ian, I'm coming for you. I'm going to make it <laughs> real bad. It's going to be real bad. Um, I'm going to keep spanning this a lot. I tried to date my best friend, and it is not going well. What is the brighter side? Ouch. I mean. I'm glad we caught that one. That's a good one. I tried to date my best friend once, and it did not work out. Uh, she ended up being gay. And oh, that and, was like high school then, right? Uh, college, uh, college, but yeah. it was a high school friend, and uh, and it, she ended up being gay. And we went through, I'd say, and I was, you know, of course, I was like super into her because I chose to tell my best friend that I was, you know, had feelings for her. So obviously, it's a 
that's a big lay your cards on the table type, oh, of, yeah. type of situation. And so if you are like, in, you know, it's, it's hard, but, and today we're better friends than we'd ever been. And so it's just, you're going to go through a little rough patch if it didn't work out. And then if you guys truly were best friends, it'll just, you go back to normal, mm. you know, and it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, you just gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. Cause you gotta remember, you know, you don't want to fuck up the great relationships in your life. Yeah. Unfortunately, it might just take a little time to, um, you know, uh, a little time away from each other to like reset the clock a little bit in mm -hmm. terms of friendship stuff. You know, I feel like a lot of times this is a little different, but I feel like every single time I see people try to break up clean and stay friends like immediately after the breakup, it always explodes in their faces about time. three months later. So yeah. you may just need to take unfortunately like a year off even or something like that. And I know that might be hard to hear, but just to try to reset the clock, just to try to go back to the way things work. Cause you can't force it. Unfortunately, a lot of times, but things can go back. That's for sure. I'm friends with all my exes and Oh, except for one. I'm not friends with I am technically okay with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's all you can ask for. That's about all you can ask for. I yeah, don't even try a, to play that game. That's good. I don't even try to play that game. Um I hate everyone so shut up says, I don't know if this helps every anyone, but everyone should know that we are never alone in happiness or pain. We have each other to back each other up. Also, and speaking of that says, I think that's a lot in reference to what Nerdy Yurdy was talking about. Uh, uh I too have felt that way about being non-deserving of praise and you know what i mean yeah. i too everyone's been there like you're not alone in that regard whatsoever um and and i don't like to be you know sometimes lexi will say something really nice about me and i'll kind of just be like cool cool it's like i just sometimes it's hard i just can't hear it you know what i mean yeah it's hard to hear a little bit sometimes when i'm kind of in my own little because a lot of my shit is like I'm like a little bit of a whipping boy. I feel like, you know, I want to keep the, the, the pain on the, the like you need to be better. You need to be better on so that I can keep climbing up the mountain. And yeah. if I start, I worry that if I start getting to you're doing great, exactly what you're doing and not beating myself up at all, then I'll like plateau and mm -hmm. I won't continue to excel. So um, always got to beat yourself up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Nuka, babe, I feel like I'm at a crossroads in my life. I had a plan to change some things in my life, but my recent financial problems have caused me to put a pin in my plans, and it's killing me. I was so ready to leave this crappy town and job and make real change in my life, and now I'm stuck here because I have no money. A part of me just wants to say fuck it and go through with my plan, take the leap, and hope for the best, but another part of me just thinks I should stick with where I am and just play. I mean, you know, it's hard to move somewhere with no money. I moved to New York with $1,000, and that was very difficult, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, you don't know where it's going to take you. I mean, it's being broke's awful. It's it's truly awful. It's and most of us are broke, and most of us are going to continue to be broke for a, a very long time. I will say this. Can I ask you this, Ed? Where were you financially when you moved to New York? Because I know I had fucking kind of not i did have a little bit of support strings with my parents yeah. so i will say that i'm not i wasn't like totally just easy breezy or totally just like roughing it you know boots on the concrete when i got up there but in a way i was because i was so afraid of receiving said support from my family and yeah. failing and having to move back that it really forced me to to just scream scramble fight hard for a job yada 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 if you were to ask me personally, I would say no time but today fucking go like change your life, 
Take you can ri- do it. Take risks. It's I, hard. Yeah, it sucks. It's hard, but you're also probably going to learn more in the next year if you do this than in the next five years if you stay home. Just make sure you got somewhere to live. Yeah, I don't want to like advise you to like end up homeless is the thing, so it's hard for me. I don't know your specific situation, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to speak towards that. But just at face value, I would say make the leap because you you – even if it's the worst year of your life, you're going to grow more in that year than in, I would even say, a decade of staying at home and being safe. What I did when I moved to New York to do Murder Fist and all that stuff was I had a thousand dollars. And so I, I moved to New York. I took two weeks of just learning the city. I didn't do anything but that. And then um, I was I'm very lucky that I have a good resume. I have a good cook resume. Yeah, I was a cook for many years before I moved to New York. And I, you know, so I just printed out my a lot of copies of my resume and I picked what neighborhood I wanted to work in. And I walked around that neighborhood and gave my resume to everyone. And I had a job later that day. Uh, and that's happened to me three times since I've been in New York. And it happened to me in Tallahassee. And, you know, but like I said, I have a lot of experience in one thing. You know, so it was it was fortunate for me. But if you have a decent resume, just pick where you want to go and and just show your face and tell people you're going to work and be ready to start work right then. Yeah, that's always hit the ground running. Use that fear. If you're afraid, if you move somewhere new and you're you don't know where like your next paycheck's coming from and you're that afraid, it will actually, though, motivate you more than people who show up with 20 grand. You know, or like, I'll take a couple months off. I'll yeah. start looking for a job in a month. Like those people end up more fucked. Yeah. But if you go and you're broke and you're like, I don't know where my fucking next meal is going to come from. Like I hate it. I always bring this up recently or whatever. But, you know, again, J.K. Rowling wrote the first Harry Potter book, a single mother br- on fucking welfare fucking uh, in cafes roaming around the streets because that's the only way she could get her baby to go to sleep was by taking it out onto the streets for walks and she'd wait for it to go to sleep and then sit at a cafe and furiously write and she literally had nothing she was completely depressed she was at the in the worst throes of her life and i think that's exactly how a book like that was can be written you know what i mean yeah like it's it's just the way that the most incredible shit happens is out of pure desperation um and fear let fear drive you you know what i mean um, you know, fear can be like the best motivator in the world, right? I mean, God, Lord knows it's fucking God fucking 9-11. You know what I mean? Not what? to bring that fucking can of worms into this. You know, there was another incident <laughs> on 9-11 that what? no one ever talks about. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, in 1905, there was a train car derailment. Really? Yeah, nine, yeah, yeah, 13 people died. Another 48 were hurt. Interesting. So there's been uh, two 9-11s. Interesting. One of us, you know. Much worse. Much than worse. Other. I would say one is way worse. You know, but don't you know? Never forget both. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, the last, you know, the, so the whole thing. You die twice. You know, I, I preach it all the time. You die twice. You die. It's very cocoa. You know. You yeah. Die, you, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You die. You die when you die. It's very cocoa. And then, you, and then you die the last time anyone says your name. Spoiler alert, though, on that one, a little bit. Man, I cried watching that fucking movie, dude. Wow, dude. That one got me good. I love my Coco. Mama Coco. This one's for you. I love the Coco. Um, Chaotic neutral. Brighter side of making decent money, but living like a trashy hoarder. Oh, God, we've caught up. Thank God. My front room is just boxes and lamps and bullshit. Your front room's looking nice. No, no, no. Chaotic neutral's front room. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, chaotic neutral. Your place probably isn't as nice as Holden. I haven't unpacked into. Yeah, Lexi does all this fucking. What do you think I fucking? Actually, we, I've been helping out a little mm. bit too with that. All right, uh, let's restart. Brighter side of making decent money, but living like a trashy hoarder. My front room is just boxes and lamps and bullshit. I haven't unpacked in two years since my move. I can't motivate to go through the boxes. I'm just a drunk garbage human right now. I go to work and come home and see this mountain of boxes. Fuck it. I'd rather drink and sleep. Man, how do we get this guy out of it? How do you? One box a week. One box a week, dude. How about that? How about that? One box a week. I Slowly like do the boxes, and then you'll get through with it eventually. I like that. Yeah. One box a week. Fuck so, it. On... You know, don't, you know, don't go, too, don't go yeah. too crazy. You know, if, you, if you're having a problem doing it. Because you know what? When you go through it. You're gonna you're gonna do one box a week, and then one day you're gonna open up a box, and you're like, "Oh man, I really this is so interesting." And then you're gonna really want to go through and find old family photos yeah. and whatever you got in there that's gonna be like, "Oh man, this cup, I love this fucking cup." You know, and you're gonna re- have all these great memories come back to you when you start going through your stuff. And then once it's set up, you're gonna be so fucking happy. But you know, I understand. I've lived like an animal. I knew plenty of great human beings who live like animals. You know, so I mean, one box a week, one box, one a, box week. a week. Don't stress out about it. You know, just like, and then you get to chill, watch TV still, but you know, you got one box, one box a week. I I like that. It bonus points if you do two. Here's another thing too. You say you like drinking. Um, mm-hmm. just drink while you're doing. Like at least do that. Like like a lot of times when I don't want to do something, I'll be like, I don't want to do the dishes right now. I'll. All right, I'll smoke a little, then I'll do the dish. That'll make it like a fun. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you what whatever your vice is, give yourself that vice either as a reward for opening doing the box or yeah. enjoy your vice while going through the box. I used to do use it as a reward. I mean, I still do. When I was a cook, I used to like if I had to go to the bathroom, I'd be like, "All right, I got to get through this like batch of chili before I'll let myself go to the bathroom and then it'll be a reward." I mean, I was torturing myself. But at the, at the same time, it was so it I enjoyed the piece so much more. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I you doing? Ed Larson from the Brighter Side here to talk to you about HoneyBook. Hey, if you want to create a business like I do, you know how to make your clients look good. But if you're struggling with the tedious administrative tasks, let HoneyBook do the work and make you look good. I mean, we're all creative. We know what we're doing. We're going out there. I can, I can write you a million jokes, but can I balance a checkbook? It's questionable. That's where HoneyBook comes in. If you got a great idea for a business, what's holding you back? If the thought of all that admin work is overwhelming, I tell you, it drives me nuts. HoneyBook is here to help you get your plan off the ground. These guys are great for this. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that lets you control your client communication, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. If you're a creative freelancer or a small business owner, HoneyBook helps you stay organized with custom templates and automation tools. You can even use HoneyBook to consolidate services you already use like QuickBooks or Google Suite and MailChimp. Over 75,000 photographers, designers, event professionals, and other entrepreneurs have saved hundreds to thousands of hours a year. This works, baby. It's your business. It's just better with HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with promo code BRIGHTER. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com, use the promo code BRIGHTER for 50% off your first year. Get paid faster, work smarter with HoneyBook, promo code BRIGHTER.
My fiance loves to organize and fix things, says India. Me, on the other hand, just a slob, I'll be honest. Yeah, so that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like Lexi, and not to like rub it in or whatever with people who don't have SOs, uh, but like, yeah, Lexi just like makes me not like like the yeah there's there's cupboards your, your cubby holes are there's very little nice. cubby holes that was yeah. her, that was her online for hours i put it together mm-hmm. you know what i mean i put i do my fucking work it looks fairly sturdy thank you i do my fucking work but this is mm-hmm. exactly i listen to a specific podcast whenever i do the dishes and it feels like a reward every time i do this yeah same here I throw in, I smoke a little, throw in a little podcast. Yeah, get the dishes done. It's it's part of my day. It's enjoyable. I actually, um, oh, I'll get to, we'll close out with MD Leo Spacemans. I actually, um, uh, you know, use cleaning. What I do is like when I go, I go on a run, and when I get back from the run, I have to just kind of stand there and sweat, anyways. Yeah. So that's when I'll do the dishes, make the bed, you know, tidy up. Because what else am I going to fucking do? Find those little holes in your life. You know what I mean? Find those little holes in your life. Stick your fucking dick in them. Okay. Uh, with consent, with consent, though, as long as the dish is consent, <laughs> we have to open the box before we are allowed to be human. Me and uh, AMI are so codependent, so that's a good idea. We're both fucked if we don't do our chores. Thank you, boys. No problem. All right, let's close out with MD Leo Spaceman. Brighter side of living an extremely lonely life. Five or so years ago, all my friends and I hung out multiple times a week. Now all of them are married and have no have kids. Uh, this is just like my brother's story. And, and no time to hang out. My best friend moved an hour away, and I only get to see him like once every other month. I find myself getting so empty and just craving being around someone brighter side. Well, I mean, your friends are busy, and it doesn't make you less friends with them. I mean, that's happening to all of us right now. Murder Fist is spread all over the country. And even though I live one block from Henry, I see him twice a month, mm-hmm. you know, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just how it, that's what happens when you get older, you know, it's, you're just growing up. And so what you do is if you have a different life than them and you don't have kids, I like I, like this guy over here. I mean, you start finding other friends and right. you don't have to like them more or as much or it's not a contest. You know, you know, so just like, but that's really hard. It's really easy to say, really hard to feel. My brother went through this exact thing, dude. He stayed in his town where he grew up. All of his friends who like from high school or whatever, they all were on a track. And it's so hard to divorce yourself from the track that they are on. Well, yeah, because you love you know them so I mean? much. And, and you're comparing. You can't help but compare. I did it with all of you guys. You know yeah. what I mean? And In our career. So it wasn't replace marriage and kids with comedy career, writing yeah. job. You know what I mean? Successful podcast, whatever it was, right? Yeah. And so it's so hard to like – and it's so much easier for me now. I feel like I'm on a little bit of a hill where I'm able to be like, oh, we're all doing great. I'm so happy for everybody. But it was I, – I agree. I completely get what you're saying, MD Leo Spaceman. I had a really hard time being happy for your you and your, like, life. You know what I mean? And being happy for, like, last podcast and stuff for a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I just got I, – I hit a point in my life. I got real I, – I look back at it now. I'm like, dude, you were such a turd. Like, I was petty. I was, like, so – just jealous, dude, in my shitty office at my insurance job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, could you imagine if you were still working as a cook – all of us were doing kind of what we're doing now, and you're still in a in a kitchen, miserable cooking for. A I mean, living. I guess I can't say that I w- would know what how I would feel because I'm you, not in that situation. Yeah, you've kind of had a trajectory that was pretty smooth. I, I'm talking about the one but window of time I where like say, everybody was doing really well. 
it was really hard to not feel that way. I'm just commiserating I, with but you. But I'm different, though. I got, I, I got, I'm, I'm able to center my chi pretty well. You're more happy. You're more able to be happy you know, for other people. I'm I, openly I, admitting, yeah. like, I know, now I know this about myself, and I actively try to, like, divorce that from my true self. Mm-hmm. But it takes a little work. I can be petty, dude. I yeah. can be, like... You know what I mean? And the only it's, thing that makes me happy is seeing you guys. I miss everybody. Yeah, I miss everybody too. You know, that's, um, like, that's all I want. That's all I want is that just to hang out and 100%. be around. I'm talking about like a bad version of me that happened for like yeah. a year, and I literally had to drag my own body out of the hole. But of, I get jealous that way, though. You know what you I know? mean? Like I'll say, like I was getting jealous that I didn't get to hang out with you in L.A. Uh-huh. And then you were at Jackie's every day and I, I wasn't getting calls. And I'm like, what? They don't like me no more. You know, so it's just like, you know, so it was, you know, it's a, it's the same thing. Right, right. You know? Just so in a different. But that your yours is a much more pure way. I think mine's a shittier way. <laughs> you're still that's a loving place. In Agata de Vida. I'm talking about being a shit. And, and I'm glad I'm not that person anymore. But it definitely took some self-reflection yeah. for me to get to that point. I'll tell you what, I tell you, you know what happens for you when you feel jealousy and like for anyone who's going, doing better than you, they ain't going to take you with them. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to help. No, you know, you have to do it yourself. You have to be down with what they're doing. And you know, it's just, that's just what it is. You have to do. And I see because now I'm on the other side of it and I'm still in contact with people who remind me of that person Mm -hmm. that I was. And there's nothing I can say. I want to say, just get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just you have you have to do it. It's not my fault. It's not anybody else you've worked with's fault. I know you think it is. I know you want it to be it, but you have to get yourself out of it and no one else will help you. And then once you do get out of it, you will feel so much better because you did it yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's hard. It's hard to get there. Just, I mean, just be so happy. Just, just be, be happy. happy. As happy as you can be. I know it's an easy <laughs> thing to just say because I know be people happy. are depressed. And, yeah, yeah. You know, other people have chemical imbalances. Yeah, chemical issues. You know, and like stuff that I don't truly understand. Yeah. But, you know, if you can just fucking learn how to center your goddamn chi and be happy for everybody. And then all of a sudden, it, don't get mad. It, getting mad is so hard. Yeah. It is so time consuming. And just you get you in your negative brain space. And you can't do that for yourself. Yeah. You just got to just, just be nice. Just be nice. It's so much easier. Yeah. Don't even be happy. Just be just put out positive shit to the people around you because we all it, sponge it up. And when you're just a constant ball of fucking negativity, it sucks. And no one likes it, and no one wants to be around it. So stop doing it. Okay? I'm not calling any negative fuckers to hang out. I tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. I don't want to be around it, and it's happening, I feel like, a lot like rampantly lately. So it sticks out even more like a sore thumb. So please knock it the fuck off. I got to say, man, New York right now, real negative. Yeah. It's real aggressive and real negative right now. I've seen it hmm. before. I saw it like, like 10 years ago, but like... I, I mean, I feel it. I feel the energy in this town. Everyone's fucking mad. Interesting. You know, yeah. I don't. It's not like this in L.A. right now, and so it's just like it's very. I don't know. Uh, I, I, yeah, I feel like maybe I'm not noticing it because I'm really hiding from everything. I feel yeah, like these yeah, days, yeah, yeah. like 
I'm in. I am excited. I'm going to uh, Governor's Ball on Saturday. I just fun. can't wait to just get outside, just be just be around people, hopefully all having a good time. I will be noticing that, though. It'll be interesting. I hope we yeah. can all be at a music festival and just have a good time together yeah. and remember what we're all in this for. There's a, yeah, there's a very upset energy. Everyone's mm-hmm. ready to be mad. Yes. And or I mean, some dude just tried to fight me for no reason really? the other day. Like it was scary. I don't even want to leave the apartment now. <laughs> U- Uber's everywhere. LA is not not catching that vibe. I mean, there's always like some of it, but yeah, you know, like no matter where you go, people are gonna be mad. But I mean, I feel like I'm feeling some real like just like general just like coming yeah. out. Of, I mean, New York hasn't always been an angry place, but I'm feeling it hard right now. Right, right. I don't know this trip especially. Maybe I'm just being judgmental, but yeah, you know, there's a chance. But I would say, you know, everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Uh, yeah agreed I wish you all would and I hope you all do and I hope I do too and thank you Ed for doing this brighter side with me man I love you guys love love you guys guys. you know who's being negative earlier today we all like to end on a song we're not gonna play it here but I want you to go listen to it if you can uh, just be, and then it'll be on the end of uh, the radio podcast of this. sure but um, guys uh, I went I met YG today and he got a bad review from Rolling Stone. He came in. He's like, you got, we were at, we did, um, what you call the breakfast club this morning. YG's hip hop dude. Hip hop dude. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, his yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so he was, we, we walk in and YG was just like, he looked at me and Jeff and he was just like, you know, Dan, uh, Dan, uh, something, some Jewish name, Dan Schwartz. <laughs> and we're like, nah. And he's like, man. Fuck Dan Schwartz, <laughs> you know, because like, he gave him a bad review in Rolling Stone. It's so, so we're like, oh man, I'm glad we're not Dan Schwartz. <laughs> but um, I Scary, do. Yeah, um, I will say I listen to YG's album and I don't like it that much. And so listen to Schoolboy Q. He's got a great Schoolboy new Q's album, Gang Gang Baby. Gang, gang. Last YG's last album, I think, was good. Um, all right, let's <laughs> uh, let's end it on that. Have a good one, everybody. And uh, hey, we'll watch see Historical you. Rose. Yeah, watch Historical Rose. Uh, Japanese on Friday night and. And that's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Peace. Fall in this bitch transfusion with the drip drop. Sauce everywhere. Ring got broccoli in my Ziploc. Tatted on my face. No role model. That's for kid bops. Got it on my waist. Let that shit rock. I'm floating. Floating. I'm floating. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.